is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Amari Global is the first ever revolutionary mental wellness company focusing on the gut-brain connection for adults and children. Amari's holistic products are designed to optimize performance, positivity, and motivation. The products are made with ancient natural wisdom combined by modern science that supports mood, focus, stress resilience, and whole body wellness. Whether you're an Olympic athlete or a stressed out parent, Amari Global's scientific approach is designed to meet you where you are and empower you to be the best version of yourself. Welcome back to AutismRadio.org, home of the world's first autism support radio network and proud 501c3 charitable organization, helping families challenged with autism every day get services they desperately need. Please help us make a difference in the autism community and find it in your heart to support one in 88 families in America today. Donate directly at AutismDonation.org. Now, stay tuned for a special broadcast of Hope Saves the Day with autism activist, super dad and author of The Spectrum Diet, Master Chef and the Hope Man himself, your host, Paul Simmons. For that great introduction, it's always it's great to be back on another edition of Hope Saves the Day. Uh, very excited um, to bring you some great, exciting news. Um, those of you out there that are big Elon Musk fans uh, or Tesla fans, um, there was a article about him re- recently in the news, and it's kind of important because um, they were talking about the Global Awareness uh, Accessibility Day, uh, which is an annual awareness day dedicated to improving access and inclusion in the digital spaces for everyone out there who identifies as a neurodivergent or having a disability. Um, but there was a thing about a video game that's going viral of a senior Twitter exec calling Elon Musk a Looney Tune, actually, and uh, handicapped and on the account of him being autistic. And basically, you know, Elon, you know, basically fought back. And, uh, you know, he could be problematic, they said, but definitely to leave his autism out of it, um, you know. Sometimes they say, you know, it's okay to mock one of the most privileged people in the world on the account of them being autistic. And then, you know, what hope do the rest of us regular folks have? And there was an article about it. It was kind of interesting uh, spin uh, talking about Elon uh, and his autism. But again, to leave his autism out of it, um, you know, because we know he can be quirky. We know, but uh, I'm happily... A very big Elon fan. I uh, love what he does with his Tesla brand. Um, you know, big fan of uh, what he's done with the electric car industry. So, very cool stuff. And that, with that being said, um, if you do need a good auto mechanic in our area here in New Jersey, uh, Paul's Automotive Repair uh, is located at 634 U.S. Route 46 in Kenville, New Jersey. Give Paul a call today at 
973-584-1035. That's 973-584-1035. And give Paul a call if you need any kind of car work. He does amazing work at a reasonable price, and he'll do the job right. So give him a call today. I've trusted him many, many years now. He's been in business over 10-plus years in the industry as a business owner. Uh, and again, one of the most honest, trustworthy mechanics you could find today. So give him a shout. And tell him that you heard us talk about him on Autism Radio. And uh, I'm sure he'll give you a really good deal on whatever it is you need for your car. Um, recently, there was an article talking about Dr. Temple Grandin. You know, as we know, um, you know, Dr. Temple Grandin is the world's most famous scholar living with autism. Uh, More than 50 years of her working in the animal agricultural uh, area and designing more humane ways of handling livestock in facilities. Uh, She's greatly improved cattle treatment internationally. Uh, She's also a big prominent activist, author, and speaker on the topic of autism. We've had her um, many times here on Hope Saves a Day over the years. Uh, I've interviewed her a couple of times. Uh, she's been a guest. Uh, we've maybe looked forward to having her come back on the program as she's a good friend of the show. So, um, But anyway, this article talks about her insights, You know how she shared about her personal experiences. Of course, we all know she struggled to talk as a child and have done much to increase the, the understanding of the condition of autism And, you know, her new book, which is called Visual Thinking, The Hidden Gift of People Who Think in Pictures, Patterns, and Abstractions. And it argues that in the world dominated by verbal thinkers and those with visual brains are being way overlooked and underestimated um, to even to a level of detriment in all of us. Uh, Grandin is now 75 years old. Uh, as we know, she's a professor of animal science at the Colorado State University. And she talks about what are some of the different ways of thinking as you conceive them. You know, she's come to gradually see that it's been confirmed in scientific literature. There's two kinds of visual thinkers. There's object visualizers, like Temple Grandin, who think in pictures, such as concrete, detailed images, and then there's this second group, who's very different from Dr. Temple Grandin, which are the uh, Spartable visualizers. They're more mathematically inclined. They think in patterns and abstractions, um, and they're very distinct from verbal thinkers who perceive and process information primarily through the language. Both types of visual thinkers tend to be more bottom-up details first. Uh, verbal thinkers tend to be more top-down, linear, and subsequential. Uh, Most people are mixtures of different kinds of thinking, and what tends to happen in the fully verbal autistic people is that they get extremes of one type of another, that, you know, she's an extreme object visualizer is probably because she's on the autistic spectrum. Um, In her memoir, Thinking in Pictures, was her first published book more than 25 years ago, and she's written many books subsequently about autism and thinking differently. And what's new with this book, the biggest thing she looked at was the skill loss issue, which is gigantic in the United States because she feels they're losing the essential technical skill at the time when they need to rebuild their physical infrastructures and make more high-tech products here in the United States. And she's focusing on the educational system and how to 
It's screening out the visual thinkers, particularly the object visualizers who thrive at building and making mechanical things. At, for instance, at a feed yard she visited in the morning one morning, she said they're having difficulty finding people to fix the feed mill equipment, and they're specializing in feed trucks that fits right in, right in uh, with their book. So very interesting. And what she would like to see differently that schools do is putting hands-on classes back. Uh, people you know, fell away starting in the 1990s with more academic testing. Um, that would include things like shop and trades like metalwork, woodwork, auto mechanics, things like cooking, sewing, music, arts, and theaters. Um, and again, she's a big believer in exposure for kids to try, and they need to try different things to truly find out what they're good at, right? I know myself, I remember, and it's a true story, um, and I, I don't give her out her name, but Shirley Gateman, forever, God bless her, she was a big advocate and um, a really a good role model uh, for me in my life as a chef. Um, I took foods one, two, and three in high school, and she always really truly believed in my abilities um, and what I could achieve in my career and my life. And I remember wanting to go to CIA, and I always tell this story, um, you know, lack of guidance from my guidance counselor in 10th grade said, well, you know, Paul, I don't know about um, Culinary Institute of America, if that's, you know, really suited for you. Um, I think you'd be, you know, maybe better off with a, with a different type career path and program. And, you know, it's interesting when I look back at that, and obviously, you know, Shirley Gaiman, my teacher for foods, and again, you know, it was a pretty basic foods class, but I did enjoy it, you know, and we made some things in class and, you know, we baked some items and it wasn't anything like crazy, like cooking stuff. Like, so you didn't learn like any major skills at that time. And now the schools have tremendously advanced uh, in high school uh, where they do, you know, all kinds of different styles of international cuisine and even make food that you know, you can use in space for a NASA program. I mean, there's so many different things that they do. Um, these kids that have so much more of an advantage than what we did uh, back in the 80s when we, were, when we were in school. So, you know, with that being said, I just, you know, I think it's important to kind of bring some of those things back because if it wasn't for her, I don't know where I would have been today. And those of you that know me, I was a very successful chef for many, many years. Uh, I obviously graduated the elite Culinary Institute of America in Hyde Park, New York. And when I look back at my career, you know, that was the starting point of my career. And I was able to do and, and do a great job, uh, you know, was able to graduate with honors and really had a great start to my career with the foundation of a tremendous school, which is like your Ivy League school, school basically for culinary arts at that time. And it still is today one of the premier culinary schools out there. Um, but again, that was the foundation of my career that really projected me to be where I am at today. And those of you know, I've been a business owner, uh, owned my own culinary company that did catering and also uh, corporate dining. And then, you know, of course, worked in various hotels and different type jobs in my whole career. And of course, been a director of uh, dining services for multiple outfits throughout my career as well. So again, if it wasn't for that one teacher in that course, I probably wouldn't be where I am today and as successful in my field um, if it wasn't for teachers like that, number one. And number two, 
the opportunity for those classes to have that class because if I didn't have that class, I might not know what I would be interested in because that was, you know, I always liked to cook with mom, but I never knew truly what I wanted to do until I got to high school when I had foods class and had this talk about being a chef and learning about what it is to be a chef and all that at that time. So that was kind of my, one of my first educational experiences with like food service and, and basically, you know, restaurant type, you know, industry experience. So when I look back at that, I mean, that was a big catalyst for me and it was very important. Um, so again, I just, I do agree with Temple when, when she talks about that because we do need to have those trades back. I think they are very important. There are some great schools that actually do have many of those classes still available to their students, which are huge. Um, and I do think they make a big difference in their lives. So, you know, one thing about Temple, too, she talks about a diagnostic criteria for autism. It was actually revised, believe it or not, back in 2013. And now on the spectrum, it's known as the autism spectrum disorder called ASD. And, you know, the question was, has that been a good thing? And the spectrum, she says, you know, so broad, it doesn't make much sense. You know, are really, you know, going to put people with severe autism who cannot dress themselves in the same category as people with mild autism, she says, who work in places like Silicon Valley, right? Like we talked about Elon Musk earlier, right? So... It has been made, you know, this a problem of not learning life skills worse because even just the slightly, you know, the kind of geeky kids, they say, right, are getting labeled as on the spectrum, whereas this labeling can be useful is with relationships and it can help with a lot of misunderstandings. <coughs> and, you know, I think the other thing, you know, one of the, the most biggest things with Temple's life and career was... <clears throat> you know, talking about how she worked with animals and she designed, you know, better slaughterhouses for them, more, much more humane way of bringing cattle through, you know. Uh, one thing that made her ag angry was seeing cattle coming into slaughterhouses lame. Um, been seeing some problems with recently for different reasons, including because animals are being grown to much heavier weights and they almost have so much trouble even to walk, and that's a basic behavior that they should not have, right? And she's been troubled with some people in the industry, you know, for saying that kind of stuff. So, um, And then in her connection with animals, she says, like, I think it's because she says, I don't think with words. She thinks through senses. And it's been used to deny that animals have emotions, which have always seemed ridiculous to her. Because she says back in her early scientific papers, she was not, a, not allowed to use the word fear. The reviewers, reviewers made her call it behavior agitation. And that slowly changed over time. But I think, she says, some of it gets down to verbal thinkers maybe finding it hard to imagine an animal that can think and have feelings when they don't use words. And she notes in her book also many historical figures regarded as genius when they are also neurodivergent. And she says, is it a prequest, prequest, it for genius? And she hasn't researched everybody, but it can be a factor. Like Einstein, for example, had no speech until the age of three or four, they're saying. <coughs> and he would land in the autism program today. And there's also, she discusses savants, 
who have extremely skills in certain areas. They can form amazing mathematical calculations in their heads, for example, and then have a substantially higher proportion of people with autism have savant characteristics compared with the general population. And then we go back when, actually, I interviewed her when she talked about uh, her biotopic um, about her early life was released by HBO back in 2010. And I can't believe it's 2010, right? You're talking 12 years ago now. And Claire Danes played her character. Uh, and they were asking the question in the article, did she, does she use, still use the hug machine that she invented as a student uh, to really give herself the feeling of being hugged without actually being touched? And uh, she also ate a lot of Jello and, of course, yogurt. She said the hug machine actually broke 11 years ago. She never fixed it because by that time she was hugging real people, she said. But the, the machine helped her desensitize herself. And she got the ideal from a cattle squeeze shoot. And she had horrific panic attacks and anxiety. And the deep pressure actually calmed her. So that's one thing that we've learned, like, Things like weighted blankets and, you know, um, they have, like, these hammock swings people use sometimes, which, again, create a, like, kind of like a surrounding for a lot of individuals with autism and it makes them feel, like, calm. Um, uh, and then Jello and yogurt, they talked about, she was a thing in her late 20s and she found she was having, uh, if you remember, terrible bouts with colitis and everything just went, obviously, through her. And then she went on a low dose of antidepressant for the panic attacks, which ever since then her colitis did clear up because she thought it was from maybe the stress possibly caused it. And, um, <clears throat> you know, she had uh, an abnormal fear response, and she found it out actually from a brain scan uh, that showed her uh, amdula amgaga um, that was three times larger than normal that was causing it. And uh, her visual thinking with hidden gifts of people who think in pictures and patterns and abstractions uh, was actually published by the Ryder Company. And you can get a book today if you want to check out her book. Um, we'd love to have her back on as a guest. Hopefully you have a chance to talk to her. Uh, we're also going to be having Sean Cannon coming up on our program as well uh, to talk about his newest book out as well as revisiting some of the Cobra Kai season five uh, for all you Cobra Kai fans out there. And uh, we're also going to be having Jacqueline Aretta, those of you know, um, a very famous individual who has a child with autism and has been a huge, huge advocate and personal friend of myself and, of course, Autism Radio and Hope Saves Day. Um, known her for probably over 10 years now. Um, she's going to be coming up with uh, one of her friends who's a doctor um, on our program. So definitely uh, looking forward to that and definitely want to tune in to Hope Saves Day to catch your newest episodes. Uh, also got to give a shout out to the Autism Dad. Um, just a great guy, great partner. Uh, we got to do a couple of shows together. I was on his show. He's been on my show. Uh, we did do... Instagram. So those of you that are on Instagram, I've been starting to do a little more social media. I've been told, hey, Paul, you need to have some presence on social media. So we've been trying to take a stab at it. Not my most favorite thing to do, just being honest, but um, been putting out some content. So again, hopefully uh, those of you that have Instagram, you know, be, be sure to uh, follow um, the official Autism Radio page on Instagram. So with that being said, I just want to 
again, give a huge shout-out to all our fans and our supporters for Autism Radio for over the many, many years. Just can't thank you all enough for everything that you've done for us, for me, and for the community. Uh, we also have coming up, we want to remind everybody, we have hope for the holidays, so it's really important if you're in the New Jersey area and you have a family that you would like to see us sponsor for the holidays uh, that might just need a little more help, uh, please do email us at info at autismradio.org or you can email me directly at paul at autismradio.org if you have a family that's in need of some help around the holidays because we'd love to shed a little bit of smiles and cheers for, for that family, especially if they need a little bit more help or support and, again, need some holiday joy brought to their home. And then when we look at um, our coming events for 2023, we're in the process of putting together a huge, huge comedy show uh, in April. So, again, uh, we're looking at April the 29th, so mark it on your calendars. Uh, it's going to be a huge event at the Kenilworth VFW. Uh, there'll be some more news to come and more updates about more specifics when we get a little closer. And then, of course, our tickets will go on sale. But we do have some time. But we do want you to mark a calendar for April for Autism Radio's Comedy Night. Uh, it's going to be a good, fun night. We're going to make sure there's going to be lots of comedians. So you're going to get a really fun, full, packed comedy night to celebrate and help the families that are in need. And here we go again with uh, around the holidays again. So not only if you have some families, but if you're a business and you're looking to make a donation, now's the time to make a donation to Autism Radio because we could really use your help to make the holidays a special time for so many families. Last year, we helped over 120 families around the holidays that were really struggling and we were able to bring them some joy for the holidays. So please, please dig deep, give us some support, and make a donation no matter what amount. It could be as little as a couple dollars. Um, again, we just need your help to help us make a dream come true for a family that's really struggling. And there's a lot of families that are out there struggling today, so please help us help them enjoy their holidays. So as I like to end all my programs, I want to thank everybody again who listens to Hope Saves Day for all these many years. I've been doing this podcast radio show since 2007. It's amazing that I've been doing it this long and still love what I do as a volunteer each and every week that we bring to you some hopefully great information that you enjoy our program. And if you do like us, please join us on Facebook and like our page at Autism Radio. And, of course, anytime you have any questions, email us at questions at autismradio.org. Or if you have any topics or anything you'd like to talk about, you can email us either at questions at autismradio.org or call us at our toll-free number at 1-877-HOPE-777. Okay, folks? Well, anyway, have a great week. Be safe, everybody. And remember, until next time, everybody, hope saves the day. Have a good day, everybody. Take care. Hi, I'm Elissa Pizzell. I work with Amari Global. I am proud to announce that we have partnered with the Autism Radio family, a cause that is near and dear to my heart. Continue to tune in to Hope Saves a Day every week on autismradio.org. And when you're snapping up your Amari products, don't forget to add promo code AUTISMRADIO to receive $10 off your first purchase.
time I see your smile I wonder what you feel Every time you laugh or cry I wonder if it's real You seem trapped inside Please help me understand What is your world like? I want to feel your love I want to know what it's like To laugh and play Imagine a thought that you cannot feel A tear trapped inside Imagine a sound that you cannot make No matter how hard you try I want you to know how I'm feeling I want you to know how it feels to be me I wish you could look into my world And see how I see Hold my hand and remind me To hold on to hope each day Let this song be my voice And remember hope saves the day Show you what I see. What kind of life will I have? What's in store for me? Don't be afraid. Just love and hold me. I can be all that I can be. With your love, I can do anything. With your love, I can see the world. Like rays of light shine upon me, inside of me. There you are by my side. I will love you till the 